This is Politics on Fire, the podcast about how our political division is destroying our democracy. I'm Dr. George Flynn. I'm a physician, broadcast station owner, and businessman, but I'm not a politician. We'll learn how politics is on fire and what you can do about it to keep it from destroying our democracy. Welcome to the show. What's missing in the world? What's missing totally that we used to have? Somewhat, but now we don't have it at all. What's missing? Trust. That's the missing factor in the world. Where did this start? Where did we lose trust? Well, I believe we lost trust in politics. The political leaders, the leaders, the thought leaders in the world, the thought actors and the thought doers, they have abandoned trust. They've abandoned us. And I believe the missing factor in politics has led to this lack of trust in the world. And this raises the question of how we lost trust in our political system. Well, we've got a two-party system in the United States, Republicans and Democrats. And what are they doing? They're constantly feuding. They're constantly calling each other names and uh, saying about candidates. They're calling candidates names and they're disparaging their personal records and their professional records. They're saying, this person I'm running against is the worst person in the world. And this other person is terrible too. And they're taking the most minute detail in someone's life or their business and saying, they're terrible people because they, they made a 40 cent, 40 cent error on a, on a check or a tax form or something. They're finding anything they can find to present the other person as negative. Saying, you can't trust them. That's the basic thing you're saying. Not they did this or they did that. They're saying, you cannot trust your leaders. Whoever gets elected, someone beforehand has said, you can't trust them because they're not trustworthy because of they did this. But really, let's talk about it. Let's talk about the marginal tax rate. Now, you may not have ever heard of the marginal tax rate, but does somebody's opinion of the marginal tax rate make them a good or a bad person? Well, Republicans and Democrats would have you believe that that's true and that someone's opinion of the marginal tax rate would be enough for you to distrust that person forever. Their record is ruined. That's what the political system would say. They're a bad person. They don't deserve anything. They don't deserve to be a leader. They barely deserve to be a U.S. citizen. You know, we come up with all of these ideas. Each party to survive demonizes the other side. That's right. They demonize the other side because it's easier to get you to hate the other side than it is to get you to understand another point of view. That's why we see so much negative advertising in political campaigns. Who can trust somebody 
who is demonized by an entire other party. You're either divided in the United States to Republicans or Democrats. And who can trust somebody that your entire party doesn't believe in? Professional wrestling. You know, they get out there and they do a great job with a great show. They look like they're going to kill each other. They throw each other down, and I'm amazed that they can go through this and not get really hurt physically. But then they get up after the wrestling match is over, and they'll probably go out to dinner together and laugh about how the plot went. Because it's a plot, and they've already decided who's going to win and how they're going to win. And you watch professional wrestling, and you'll see it. But they'll go to the next city or the next match. They'll come out again and do it. They do the same thing, but they drive together to the different cities, and they, they're friends. They don't hate each other. They're putting on a show. Now, that's where the political parties get mixed up. They are putting on a show, but they really believe their own show, and they believe they have to hate each other and distrust each other and talk you into not trusting. Well. The Republicans will say, don't trust the Democrats. They'll say, okay, okay. We... And then the Democrats will say, don't trust the Republicans. they say, okay, okay. So who can you trust if entire political parties say, don't trust the other one? Well, it depends on how many ads they run, how, much, how many times they say don't trust it. If they say it enough, you will believe it because they believe it, and we have political opinions. Now let's get to social media sites. You might deny this, but the fact is that's where the day-to-day -day battle for the hearts and minds of Americans is taking place. We've got all of these platforms, all of these, you know, Facebooks and Instagrams and uh, Snapchats and, and TikToks. We've got all of these platforms and we've got messages with each one, some with seven-second messages, some with one-minute messages, some with videos of one minute, seven seconds, one minute, whatever it is. Or we'll have 21-word sound bites. Where in today's standards, you remember the Cliff Notes? Well, Cliff Notes were a, a, a version, a four- or five-page version of a large book. So if you were in high school, you would read the cliff notes and not read the book. Well, the, today's standards on these quick sound bites, that'd be equivalent to uh, War and Peace with the cliff notes. The cliff notes are so much that you gotta read four pages. Well, they'll tell it to you in seven seconds. And they'll tell you their opinion of it in seven seconds. Well, it's easy to get caught up in the seven-second soundbite, this TikTok world of communication. Our attention span has decreased to the point of being, we can't really evaluate the political candidates. So we just say, okay, I'll vote for the party. And somehow we think that following the party endorsements will have, we'll have good candidates and we'll have good government. And has history shown that? No, nothing's further from the truth. 
Now, I've been a Republican and my son's a Democrat. I don't consider him or he doesn't consider me as bad people. And our subtle differences in our views on minor issues doesn't destroy the trust we have in each other. That's why I'm running for U.S. Congress as an independent. I believe each party has their good points and their bad points. And most of the local and regional elected officials and all the candidates, I've known them, and some are very close friends. So why do we have to hate one another? What, what's this helping? Everyone's trying to help just in their own way with a different approach. And the public trust in our leaders needs to be restored. We can do this, but the intense two-party system, this rivalry, keeps misleading us as to how to disagree. And we've got to hate each other but I'd like to show us how to disagree without being disagreeable, even with our neighbors and family. Even worse, we've got this news media. Now they fuel the fire of this hatred because they love a fight. A fight sells more, it sells more viewers. Conflict sells. You get listeners, you get readers. Conflict, well, you can have conflict but you don't have to be hating each other. Conflict can be resolved. Look at the same story on Fox, CNN, and MSNBC. Any day, find the same story, and you'll see a drastically different presentation of the, exactly the same event. And that's really their opinion rather than the news. If you remember Walter Cronkite, he was the most trusted person in America. But now, the news erodes trust. That's all they do. And then we have the news that our senators and congressmen, even ours, are trading stocks. And they're trading stocks that are impacted by the committees that they sit on and they vote on. So do they have insider knowledge? Do they know what's going to happen and they would buy and sell stocks on that knowledge? Even if they don't, just the appearance of impropriety destroys public trust in officials. Now, we have an approach to a crime problem, crime problems in our area. And this approach is emphasizing our elected officials to be finger pointing that was a headline in the paper recently. Who's to blame? Finger pointing. Let's blame somebody rather than work on solutions. We could actually work together to find solutions because it's all of our problem, so we should all be working together to find the solutions. Now, what will happen? There'll be a blue ribbon committee appointed. They'll have hearings. They'll schedule them, then they'll have them after weeks of delay. And after all of the investigation, nothing will change. We'll have moved on to other problems and forgotten why we even started this committee and started this process of hearings. Well, the public sees this chain of events over and over and over with no corrective progress. Trust in the process is lacking. So we don't have trust in the leaders. 
we don't have trust in the process? The answer, elect independent candidates and let them vote their conscience. Let them tell you what they're going to do and then vote their conscience, not be held accountable to one of the two parties. You know, this stranglehold the two-party system has on us, we can break it. We can evaluate and vote for the person who you feel that you can trust, not who the party endorses. Because if the party endorses a candidate, the candidate has to be subservient to the party. And we've got to eliminate that to get back our sanity in government and our trust in government. Now, it'll take time, but trust can be and will be restored if we just follow this path. I'll show you how. I'm Dr. George Flynn, and in future episodes, we're going to get down to the point-by-point point process to restore trust. I'll look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you for being a part of Politics on Fire podcast. I'm Dr. George Flynn, and I ask you to subscribe for early notification of each new podcast. Of course, your comments are always welcome. Thank you.